Thirty years? Let that be law. They are coarse fodder only and bean straw, but a young girl indeed responds to leading, as warm wax in the hands will shape with kneading, and therefore, for the reasons ye have heard, I say I want no old wife in a word. For I, though white of hair, am like a tree that blooms before the fruit shall come to be. A blossoming tree is neither dry nor dead, and I am hoary only on my head. My heart is green, and all my limbs are too, as any laurel fresh the whole year through, and having heard my purpose in this way, agree, I pray, with what I have to say. Then various men in various ways related old instances of marriage consummated. Some blamed it, and indeed some praised it too. But in the end, to make no more ado, as any day will come to an altercation when friends engage themselves in conversation, his own two brothers to a quarrel came. And one of these, Placebo was by name, Justinus of a truth, men called the other. Placebo said, Oh, January, my brother, small need had ye, beloved lord and dear, to ask advice of any that is here. Truly it is a noble soul appears in any man so well advanced in years to take a young wife. By my father's kin I say your heart hangs on a jolly pin. Do as it pleases you in this affair, for in conclusion that is best, I swear. Justinus, that in silence sat and heard, made answer to Placebo with this word. Now, brother mine, sit patiently, I pray, since ye have spoken, and hear what I shall say. Seneca says, among his other sores, a man should ponder well and with good cause to whom he gives his lands or property. And since I should consider carefully to whom I give the goods I have in store, I think I should consider even more to whom I give my body, for I say, to warn you well, that it is no child's play to take a wife except on long reflection. A man must ask, before he makes selection, if she is wise or staid, or given to drink, or proud or bad in other ways, I think. The youngest man in all this company will labour hard to have the certainty that he enjoys his wife alone, I say. Ye will not please her three years anyway, that is to say, win her full approbation. A wife needs much in careful ministration. Be not aggrieved at what I say to you. Well, said this January, and art thou through? A straw for Seneca and all his laws. I would not give a basket full of whores for all thy school terms. Wiser men than thou, as thou hast heard, are in agreement now about my purpose. Placebo, what say ye? I say it is a cursed man, said he, that will prevent a marriage or oppose. And with that word they suddenly arose, and all are in agreement that he should be wedded when he pleased and where he would. Now careful thoughts of how he ought to marry mingled within the soul of January, day after day, with visions high and rare. Many fair forms and many a face as fair went passing through his heart, night after night, as one who takes a mirror burnished bright, 
and sets it in the general marketplace, shall there behold full many a figure pace within his mirror, so in the same way the thoughts of January began to play among the maidens that were dwelling by him. He could not tell which best would satisfy him, though rich some had a name not of the best. But in the end, through earnestness and jest, he found one maiden that he set apart and let the others vanish from his heart and chose her on his own authority, for love is always blind and cannot see. At night, as in his bed he lay reclining, he saw in heart and mind fair visions shining of her fresh beauty and her youth so tender, her little waist, her arms so long and slender, and thought her wise and staid as he had seen her, of gentle ways and womanly demeanour. He sent then for his friends without delay, urging them all his pleasure to obey, and come at once in answer to his call, for he would end their labours one and all. Placebo came, his friends too.